When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I knew you couldn't resist it. I couldn't resist it. I was I was coming up with lyrics like "It's time for nap time," you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm like sitting here singing. Good morning, gentlemen. It's too early to podcast. It's too early. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to keeping up with the Cardassians. No, welcome to waking up with the Cardassians. Waking yeah. up with the Cardassians. We're gonna do a morning show now. Yeah. Good morning. You guys want to wake up with me early in the morning? This is Nick. This is Rob. This is Joe. And we welcome you to Keeping Up with the Cardassians. We are a Star Trek Deep Space Nine podcast slash pop culture podcast as well. Uh, today we are reviewing season six of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We got two episodes to review today. We have Waltz, a Gull Ducat focused episode, Waltz. and we have... Who Mourns for Mourn, a Quark-centric episode. We have those two episodes. We're going to hit up those episodes the second half of the show, which is about a half hour or so into the show. We hit those up. That's a uh, that's a that's the ultimate disrespect to Mourn. Who Mourns for Mourn? Like, yeah, and you're like, it's a Quark-centered episode. But it is. It is. It is. I know, but it's like... Poor you, Mourn. Even, even a Mourn episode, can't even he can't even get the respect. Yeah. That, Got no respect here. No respect. He is the Rodney Dangerfield of... Yeah. Space Nine. So we're going to review those in the second half. As you know, we normally go to commercial break. We come back and we review those episodes. The first half, we like to kind of talk about what's going on in the pop culture world. Um, and it can be Star Trek news. It can be movie news. It can be your life news. Your favorite book on tape news. I don't know. Life news. Yeah. I mean, it could be anything. It's a wild card. I am going to reserve yeah. that Will Wheaton book. Will Audio version. Wheaton. Yes. I'm, I, w- I want that one. Yeah. Well, you, the audio you, version. Why would you reserve a Will Wheaton book? Is there anything about Will Wheaton? Because it's a pretty good book. No, you're, that's what you're supposed the, to say. He's coming on our show next week. It, oh, yeah, that's right. Next week. next week, Will Wheaton. Y'all, you got to tune in. That's exciting. Tell your friends. It's an hour long interview and it's amazing. It actually is. It's a great interview. I was really happy with it. And that was really sweet of him. I to thought it was spend a, that eh. much time with it. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Douche. Douche. But yeah, I was good. I don't know about you two. I was good. Nick wasn't even here. That's right. That's right. I Nick was he from home. He, he hologrammed himself in. Yeah, he had a hologram. Nick. He had a COVID scare. Yeah, buddy. It was fun. I know. You, you, I feel like you're still taking COVID tests. I'm, you're like I took 
10 tests. I'm just taking them for fun. I know. <laughs> I just like to jam those things up my nose. He's got a fetish. What can I say? A nasal fetish. That's yeah. A, look, I mean, hey, look some, people like, some people like Cinnabon. Some people like nasal swabs. Hey, listen, I'm not going to knock it. You do you. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with You do yourself with a nasal swab. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, Did I you had a piece of hair in your head. It was in my head. I had to fix that. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, folks, it's very early today. We're recording Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Well, now it's like 840 because we always like to talk a little bit before we podcast. And uh, whoever had this idea to record this early is a loser. That guy should probably rot in hell. Yeah, that that guy is a jerk. I agree. Yeah, it was me. Get him off this podcast. It was me. I'm sorry. We we have stuff going on, and like we couldn't. And 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 Joe had the smart recommendation that we record on Friday. The Thank problem you. is, two seventy five is a train wreck, and it takes me for even if I take side roads to get to your house, it takes me like an hour, and I just can't do that. I can't. I don't have. You know, the you need to get a drone. Just drone yourself over here. helicopter. We need those. We need teleporters. Is what we need. Like, well, yeah. Why? Why don't we have yeah. those? Um, Isn't the idea science. of a teleporter terrifying to you? Uh, the tra- you know the uh, the travel industry. Yeah, airplane companies won't like it. First of all, big airlines. Uh, you don't think there be people would pay a premium to be transported? Like, show up to the airport. You go through airport security. Yeah, you they step into make- their transporter and. <laughs> Oh, I'm in Hawaii. They they have they can't to, charge you for fuel. Yeah, they can't charge you out the ass they, for everything. Oh, they will charge. Look what they, they charge for freaking. Yeah, but they uh, haven't figured it uh, out. Uh, what you call it? Uh, really? Uh, the shots, the shots, the the insulin. But, look what they charge for insulin. It's freaking sugar, and they're charging thousands of dollars per shot. But they've figured out how to do that. They haven't shot, figured shot, out shot, the drone shot, yet. Shot, once they shot, do, shot, shot, once shot. they once uh, people can make a boatload of money off of something believe me it'll come to 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 the public so you can take a plane to europe it'll cost you two thousand let's say theoretically no that's not theoretical have you seen have you seen yeah, airline, prices? airline prices are through the roof jesus christ Whew. so you take you take a plane to europe it costs you two grand or you go to the airport you hop in a transporter it gets you there instantaneously it costs you five grand what are you doing how are they going to cancel transporters as opposed to flights. I'm taking, a, I'm taking a plane. Why are you taking... I would take the transporter. For... Because really? you can leave at 9 a.m. in the morning and be there at 9.01 a.m. So, therefore, uh, your trip... Your, to you me, get an extra day of vacation. Extra it, two days, because an extra day there and an extra day back. Is it worth three grand? Is it worth twice the price? Over twice the price? You know, you're not stuck on an airplane. You're not stuck next to, you know, some guy coughing on you, taking up your space. I don't know. That's, a, that's the appeal of flying for me. Yeah. <laughs> who do who do I get to I know. You know, it's like passenger roulette. You're like, you know who what? do I sit you next to? You know what, to? though, we're saying, like, would you pay that? People already do that for first class. People pay yeah. double or some triple. People, some people drive to avoid flying. Some people drive to. So there's a market for everything. So they could. And and okay, but but one fundamental have, issue: we still don't have a transporter that can transport people instantaneously. Yeah, but if we did, if we did, this is all a hypothetical. If we did, it wouldn't be two thousand or five thousand. It'd be like two thousand and twenty thousand. Yeah, well, no, because here's what they would do: is they would jack up the cost of flights as well. So then, therefore, you you kind of have to make the you're you're saying well maybe it is worth it to just take the transporter because the transporter is going to be more cost efficient for them too right because in theory no fuel right 
energy costs is probably through the roof. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, you're 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 like taking one person and transporting them to another you're place, materializing in time. them somewhere else. Right. The, yeah. The energy. Just don't wear a red shirt. Oh yeah, dear. So, hey, died in transport. So, yeah, exactly. Think about how absurd that concept is. They've talked about it, and they've actually been able to transport like single atoms. Right. They figured out how to do that. Right. Scientists have. The idea of making something disappear and rematerializing it someone somewhere else is the most terrifying thing in the entire universe. You know that, who are you really to, you once you, they do that? Is your soul talk, still there? They need to talk to David Copperfield on this issue. Yeah, yeah they do. Or David Blaine. Or yeah. David Bowie. No. And a bunch of Davids. David Bowie d- does a lot of cool si- magic stuff. Yeah, he disappeared, uh, I His, don't know. <laughs> Eight years ago or so, he, he hasn't, hasn't reappeared. No. He's not, but he was constantly a totally different person. Yeah, oh yeah, he reinvented himself. He reinvented himself nonstop. Which I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about uh, artists who have changed their sound, right? And the most popular artists who have changed their sound. Why wouldn't? And they didn't mention Bowie at all. Wouldn't you put Bowie as like one of the top people who've changed their sound? Or who's uh-huh. on their list? Or is it because sound, his sound, whole no, sound? If it's strictly sound, uh, I wouldn't. I th- I think his persona and the the concept of his music, his art evolved. Uh, evolved but I don't think his sound changed that drastically. I mean, think of uh, like Let's Dance from the mid '80s, mm. and it's not that far off of. His seventies production. I mean, it sounds like an evolution of that of that okay. music. I guess I could get but, that. But as far as like visual artistry and character persona and uh, you know public image things like that, I think he was you know he was a game changer. He was just him, Elton John. Although I think Elton John kind of stayed within his wheelhouse a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he was definitely in his wheelhouse. He was definitely more um, extravagant and flamboyant than your average rock star of, of that time. Billy Joel. Same, same. I think he kind of, he just kind of uh, evolved. He was, he changed with the like, times. He was kind of like a regular dude back in the day, and then he just kind of evolved into like a regular dad in the eighties. Yeah, he did. You know he, did. I mean? he did. He did. I get, River was, of Dreams though was dope as shit. I'm trying to yeah. think of like you know. I think they mentioned Taylor Swift on there, which obviously she went from country her, to pop. Yeah, music wise, yeah, uh, definitely. But really, it's still like even her country was pop country. Yes, it was. So it wasn't yeah. a huge transition for her. I would say her pop career is significantly better than her country career. I think her music is significantly better. I would agree. I'm not no a huge, idea. I, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan, but like I, I really respect her. She's very yeah. I would agree. I, I think I'm, I'm more inclined to like her pop stuff than I than I was her. Um, country stuff. The country stuff seemed, you know, because she was really young, it just seemed a bit, it aired on the cheesy side. Yeah. To me. It was just like kind of kitschy. I don't, it, I but the pop, the, the, her pop music is legitimate pop music. It's yeah, it very is. good. You know, the, the, the songs are well written, well, well performed. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's definitely changed her sound. She has totally changed her are sound. Are we talking like mainstream because, well, I mean, that's kind of what you're going to lean towards yeah, anyway. I, was I mean, Sturgill, kind of have... Sturgill Simpson has changed his sound dramatically. He's gone from like his the his first couple his first album was like basically like outlaw country. Yeah. His second album was a modern country masterpiece. Um, right. Sailor's Guide to Earth is a concept album that you know is soul as part equal parts soul country uh, rock and roll. 
and then Sound and Fury after that is a straight rock and roll record. Then he does Bluegrass. Oh. Then he did a, like an Americana album. It, so it, he he really doesn't stay with one genre of music for more than one album. But I think... But he's not super popular. And he's also, again, not staying in that genre. So he's not... He's not changing his persona. He's not changing I'm what sound. he's known for. Or he's not changing his sound. He's not changing what he's known for. Well, I mean, he's you... known for trying different things. But like an artist who completely sticks in one wheelhouse and then shifts entirely. Uh, let me see. Who have changed genres. Here we go. Uh, what about uh, House of Pain and uh, Everlast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean... my gosh. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. On a lighter note, you know how you mentioned earlier in the week that that first corn album was fantastic. Oh my god, it got me through my it got me through every gym session this week. Imagine how bad they are. They've changed, same genre, but they're yeah. terrible. No, now. I, I I've oh uh, I went down a corn rabbit hole this week because the cornhole. I did go down a cornhole, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did I, I came upon some live footage of recently, probably within the last five six years. I was like, they are not the same band anymore. They just no, they're um even the, the music style for like the recent can, albums is just but can weird. you be the same band? Like, think about it. Like most of that music, his best music was written in his early twenties, where he was still working through that crap. Oh my god, was so. He? I mean, how can you and hire a good producer that, that helps you make good and music? I was, you know, I was thinking about this, listening to that album, and and you know, sitting there in between working out, I'm just thinking like, why. Why is this so good? I, I, when I was asking you guys, like, could could music with this much anger and angst and emotion? It doesn't. You don't hear it today. And you think you would with everything going on. To but be I honest mean, with you. but I mean, when you think about what he was going through, yeah, mm-hmm. and what the, what yeah. are the, some of the things he was processing? I don't. You don't hear you don't hear artists processing their inner pain through their music. Uh, not like in that. The, in, not like exposing that. Exposing themselves like that. Yeah. Did you listen to that bad flower song I sent? Yeah. Oh my god! Jeez. Doesn't it just piss you off? It, so one of my favorite corn songs was actually "Thoughtless." I love that. That's song. a good song. That's mm-hmm. a good song, and that had Jesse Pinkman in it. Aaron. Uh, oh really? Really? Yeah, yeah. He's in the music video for it. Oh okay. Um, so uh, real quick though, artists who switched genres: Bee Gees in the sixties. Oh yeah, they were. They like didn't. Folksy. They were English folk music. Yeah. Michael Bolton was. A hard rock artist in the eighties no, who opened for Ozzy Osbourne and Crocus. He was both as a solo act sure, and a member you. of the band Backjack. But a lad, he began writing pop ballads in nineteen eighty two. Then he started writing ballads for himself mm-hmm. while also offering. Okay, so there's that one. Then there's the Birds, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, yeah, Fleetwood Mac were, were blues. Were, yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. they switched to rock. Mm-hmm. Iggy Pop. Uh, Switched to a Vorta. Uh, what he, did Iggy Pop? I mean, well, long before he was the shirtless godfather of punk, he was a fully clothed drummer who performed for blues band named the Prime Movers. Hmm. Katy Perry. What? Oh, because she, she was gospel, wasn't she? She was yeah. Christian, yeah. yeah. She was. Yeah. Uh, Beastie Boys? Yeah, they were kind of like uh, punk. Oh, Gwen Stefani. That's a good one. Scott to... Oh, no doubt holding, oh, actually, no doubt used to hold the land speed record for sellouts. Yes. 
the, a record stolen by Maroon 5. Yeah, Maroon 5. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. gosh. Talk about a band that changed genres. <sighs> yeah, from musicians to not. Yeah, to not ever that playing an instrument. That first album, Songs About Jane, is... It's a pop masterpiece. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a perfect nearly album. a perfect album. Yeah, yeah. The Go-Go's changed their sound because uh, the singer was a a drummer in a punk band. Kenny Rogers. Uh, from country artist to chicken entrepreneur. He went from jazz and rockabilly. His rock band, First Edition, scored a pop psychedelic hit with just dropped in to see what my condition was. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. That so, sounds like a, that sounds like a fallout boy. So, uh, song uh, title. Uh, yeah. Um, it, it kind of does actually. Wait, here we go. Here we go. Here's a little bit of it. Let's see. Let's see. go, 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 go. Play, play, play. That's his, his. Who is this again? Kenny Rogers. Really? Yeah. Oh my I mean, gosh! This bad. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. But that totally fits the era, right? The psychedelic yeah. rock that yep. wasn't going to last. I, so. I I do like psychedelic rock. Any anything that sounds even remotely close to that, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So, anyways, um, a Snoop Dogg at one point went to reggae for a hot minute there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's a stretch. No, it's not a far. It's not really a far. Well, I, I mean. Kind of is the the messages are different. Lady Gaga has changed her sound. She's like more jazz now. Is uh, she, she kind of just does her own thing? Yeah, uh, she's. she's uh, I would say she's. It's not the exact same, but she's more similar to Sturgill Simpson in that, like, she kind of changes it up so frequently that she doesn't stick around in a certain style long enough. Darius Rucker. Well, who do the oh, yeah, themselves? Yeah. Have changed? They Kid, Kid Rock. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was like a kind he's, of hip hop. He's full for a little bit. Yeah. Full country now. He went to hip hop to rock. He's to, full. It's all garbage. It's all, it's all gar- garbage. It's pandering, is what it, it is. Yeah. Have, have you heard his uh, "Let's Go Brandon" song yeah, about talking about uniting as Americans as he chants "Let's Go Brandon"? Shut up, I bro. Listen, I listened to it out of uh, gosh, out of curiosity. I don't like you. No, it's really bad. Sorry, I get very angry about Kid Rock. He makes me. <laughs> He's from Romeo. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> it's not what he says. He Oh. Uh, hey, uh, Ro- Romeo gonna Romeo. God. The mean streets of Romeo, man. <laughs> It's the, hard up there. The, 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 mean, the mean, unpaved streets yeah, of Romeo. Exactly. It's hard up there. Like, have you ever driven on a dirt road? My neighbor has six horses, and I only have five. 
I know. We got to keep up with the Joneses. Got to keep up with the the the, the Hatfields, Hatfields, <laughs> and the McCoys. Good Lord. Yeah, buddy. The James Hatfields and McCoys. Ooh, yeah. And the the Ooh. Hatfields and yeah. Ulrichs. Yeah. 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 You ever see that there. SNL skit where they did like James Hatfield doing nursery yes. rhymes? Oh, I yeah. love that one. You ever see the Jim uh, the Jim, Jim Brewer? Brewer? Yeah. 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 Well, Jim Brewer's crazy now too. Yeah. I don't care about that. I'm just saying his, his his Metallica imitation. What's what's Jim Brewer doing these days? Let's just say that him and Kid Rock get along well, and they tour the circuit. Oh, oh really? That, yeah, I guess that w- that would sort that of tracks. Out. That tracks. But he I was mean, huge in the early two thousands. W- but he was hilarious. He was, he was hilarious. absolutely hilarious. Didn't he host the uh, one MTV show, like the the karaoke show that they had? Uh, he had um, one summer. It was like during when MTV was doing their spring break stuff or their yes. summer, their summertime stuff. He had like his own talk show for a summer. And it was it was great. It was hilarious. He was say forget- what karaoke. He uh, hosted that. There yeah. are people who say, and I, I I don't agree with this, but there are people who are adamant that Metallica changed their sound to the worst from where they were, where they started to where they are. They went to heavy metal to like because of Jim rock. Brewer. Because no, no Bre- just like there are people that are adamant that Metallica is completely different. Their sound is different. I think it's similar enough, though. I think I, agree. I, I think it's mellowed, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Different. I, I would say I would say they changed uh, their tempo, but I'd say they changed their sound as much as maybe someone like Billy Joel has changed his. Yeah, I, uh, but there are people that are crazy saying that they've completely changed and, and they're terrible. And I mean, they they have nothing. They like, did change, but it, yeah. it was more of an evolution. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't hold it well, and it was specifically Mike. The black, I'm talking about you. It was specifically the Black Album, right? After they cut their hair. Okay, we, I've had the, I've had this discussion with somebody before. Do okay, we're. We're going to talk about old Metallica versus new Metallica, right? There, there is sort of a line in the sand. You think, where do you think that line starts? Where does the old Metallica end and the new Metallica begin? I think people would say starting with like Unforgiven. So, uh, album, that, album so that's wise. Black yeah, Album. So that's Black Album. So you would say new Metallica starts with the Black Album? Or maybe at the end of it, like after the Black Album. See, so then you're saying old Metallica ends with the Black Album. I would say if if I was one of these people, yes. Would Nick? you say the band dies after, like, change, not dies, but changes after Newstead dies? Or not Newstead, not Newstead. Who died? Who who was their, who oh, was the their basis? bassist? The bassist. Cliff, uh, Burton. Cliff, Cliff Burton. Cliff Burton. So he died in, what, you, well, 87, 80, 86, I think I it was. I don't think they, I think. Because they did, so they're, okay, let me look. Here's. So. While you looked that up, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, mm-hmm. and then after Master of Puppets was Injustice for All, and yep. then it was the Black Album, and then Load, Reload. Did you mention Kill 'Em All in the beginning? No, I did not, because that's their first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, to me, I think Old Metallica uh, worked up and evolved to their. Think of it in Pokemon terms, right? The basic Pokemon is the early early eighties, and they evolved, right? Wow, sorry about that. <laughs> yes, Satan. So then they they evolve, right? And they get bigger and better, and and their songwriting gets better, and they're playing to the full form of that old Metallica style is the Black Album. It's it still sounds close enough to their old sound, but it has higher production value. It the songs are. I just think they're like the fully realized version of 
that thrash. Oh, I wouldn't metal argue band. with that. Yeah. After that, I think is where you. That's see, what I said. I know. <laughs> Just not ar- you, as articulate. But I, but after that, I think because that was ninety one, and then the ne- their next true album was ninety six with Load, and then ninety seven with Reload. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those those are two drastic. I mean, they're those two albums came from the same sessions. Yeah. But that first album, Load, is a significantly different album than the Black album. Yes, definitely. And I think by that time, they're a significantly different band. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, they, they toured the world for three years, maybe longer, uh, touring uh, the Black album. Can't believe they cut their hair, man. <sighs> Sellouts. I know. They're so old now, too. They got called, yeah, they they got called out by... Uh, Alice and Chains and their unplugged album that said friends don't let friends cut friends' hair. Yes. Yeah. All right. But yeah, they've uh I missed the behind the music Sonic VH one. Those were good. They were really good. They were really good. Oh goodness. Wow. I was worried that we wouldn't have stuff to talk about, and we found yeah. quite a bit to talk about. I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. yeah, look at us talking. Look at us. Have you guys seen the Adam Project on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds? No. Um But I've heard of it. I saw. I think I saw the first episode. Where it's, he, a, it's a movie. Oh, then I've seen some of it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Is that, oh, is that, the, is that the time trap? Yeah, yeah, and it's not where he sees his. If you're looking for self. plot, okay, there's loopholes all over the place. Oh yeah, for days. Yeah, but if you're just looking for a fun movie, it was fun. It's what I, I think I've seen maybe half or yeah. two thirds. It was fun, man. It was, it was a good watch. My daughter watched it with me, and she was locked in the entire time. And she usually goes, "Dad, yeah, Dad, it's it pretty fun. It was pretty yeah. funny." Yeah, it had its moments. I'll I'll check it out. I don't know. Right now, I'm uh, right now. I have actually started watching uh, on HBO Max. I started watching Euphoria. Holy cow, that show is trippy. It's like uh, it's got uh, what's her name from Zendaya. Zendaya's in it. Yeah, and uh, it's it's interesting. It's based around all these high schoolers in California, and they're all drug addicts and sex addicts. Basically, Does, it makes you like. Just wonder if that's what high school's like in California, <laughs> or anywhere. It just makes you it makes you dread sending your 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 kid to high school. It really does. But you know, I'm three episodes in, and like, it's fascinating to me. Um, just talk, dealing with the fact that this girl's a drug addict and her w- working through that and trying to deal with that, I find it interesting. Yeah. So I started watching that one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm always looking for good new shows, right? Um, I watched Moon Knight the other night. That was, and I thought it was actually really good because I, you know, I I didn't know anything about Moon Knight the character. knew nothing about it. I didn't know it's a person with a split personality, and he's got uh, disassociative personality disorder. Mm-hmm. So he switches between different people throughout the episode, and he doesn't realize it. And so that was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, made it for they played it for comedic keeps, which was you know, which is Marvel. Which is Marvel for yeah. sure. Uh, a lot more violent than I expected. They're going for a horror thriller feel. Yeah, a lot of blood in it. Really? A really? lot of blood, yes. And that really surprised me. For Marvel, uh, yeah. Especially on Disney Plus. Yeah, like absolutely. Well, they put the Netflix shows on this Disney but Plus. But they added a disclaimer, right? You have to. Uh, they didn't for this Moon Knight. So, uh, interesting. I, I, st- I, li- I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's worth watching, which I had said before. I. Wasn't probably going to watch it, but Eli was insisting I watch it with him. Okay, so. I, it, I'm behind on watching stuff. Go Are you? No. <laughs> no, 
Would huh. you believe it? Huh. Would you believe Who it? Who would have thought? No. And yet, and yet I've seen, you know, in the last week I've seen, you know, probably 30 episodes of Big Bang Theory. Uh, whole universe is in a hot I just, Now I'm just watching to see if Will, which episodes Will Wheaton are on. <laughs> Wheaton. You could probably just get the Will Wheaton cut. He was on uh, the episode where they throw Sheldon a birthday party. Yeah. And he said something. He said something nice to Sheldon. And I'm like, oh, Will Wheaton, your sweetheart. Um, He's going to be on our show April 11th. That's uh, the Monday after you hear this, isn't it? Ellen Parsons? Yeah. Huh? Who? Ellen Parsons? What about him? He's going to be on the show? Yeah, with Will Wheaton. With Will Wheaton? On our show? On our show, yeah. Okay, tune in, everyone. <laughs> we have an interview with Ellen Parsons and Will Wheaton. Like, no, just Will Wheaton. Just Will Wheaton. Not just Will Wheaton, but with Will Wheaton. Yeah. And with no Ellen Parton. Will Wheaton. With sans, Will. sans Ellen Parsons. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Looking forward to it. Looking uh, forward to what you guys have to say because it's gonna. We enjoyed it. There's already been uh, there's already been some some talk about it, like on on our social media. People really are, Twitter. I mean, I'm guessing because not on Instagram. Look, my I've gosh, seen, I've, seen, I've seen people on Instagram. Um, we need a we need with, a bingo like, the board emoji or or oh. the heart eyes emoji or something. I, I think we need a bingo board anytime Rob complains about Instagram comments or Facebook oh, comments. Oh, who my, cares? Yeah. Who cares about Facebook? It's true. We we do we do need that in there. We do Rob, need Rob, that. Rob bemoans Instagram. Rob bemoans all the work he puts into it that no one comments on. That's all right. I don't care. I do it for fun. Oh, you, oh, you don't? You don't I, care? I, sounds, you don't care? Like uh, I really don't. Okay. 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 <laughs> Where's that uh, the gif of, um, what's her name, doing the... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, no. okay buddy. <laughs> Oh, nobody yeah. comments on our Instagram. I don't care, but nobody does. We lost six followers today. <laughs> no, I don't care. No, it's but fine. we lost six followers. Sometimes it's just funny. I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes the joke is worth losing. See, exactly. What was the one you or lost? getting slapped about? Oh, hey, yo. when I posted the 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 clip of us talking about beating up five year olds. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, has anybody spent any time? Any has anyone really spent any amount of time around a five year old? Exactly. You want to the shake the shit creep, out of the them. Thoughts creep in almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're like, I could take this kid. Yeah. There's nothing he could do. I don't know. He can't stop me. Could you take? Probably not going to do it. But he couldn't stop me. I whoop his ass. I like how you said probably though. They're probably not going to do it. I mean, odds are. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. I'd... So you're I mean, saying there's a chance. Very rarely is something a hundred to zero. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious! Great balls of fire. All right, <laughs> what's next, gentlemen? Anything else? I'm good with that. Let's, uh, Will Wheaton, Monday, April 11th. You know what we haven't done in a long time, and I know we're not doing it today on the show. We haven't had a toy time in a really long time. We need yeah, toys to do we, that. We, yeah, that's true. I have, um, due to some life circumstances, I've significantly curbed my uh, hobby purchases lately. Well, it doesn't have to be a purchase. It can be a show and tell. That is, there isn't a whole lot. Well, you know what? There is something. You want, you want to play it? You have, do you have music? I, I do. I do. Uh, today we're going to go, oh gosh, there's a lot of pressure here on what, what toy time music. I know. Come on. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to go. Play uh, three at once. <laughs> there yeah, we go. There we go. But we are three men who like to play and collect a bunch of toys. So join us 
Cause it's toy time today. Toy time. Ain't nothing but a G.I. Joe. Toy time. Ain't nothing but a Lego. Toy time. I wanna hear you say. Seriously, we should make an album of just these songs. Toy time with Joe today. Oh my god. It gets better each time. How good is that? The best part is if I sing it around my son, he starts singing it all day. Oh, uh, he it gets stuck in his head easily. Yeah, he's he's a he's, a, he's the biggest fan of that yep. song. Yeah, easily he'd be, he'd buy our album. He would. <laughs> he'd be singing it around the house, and, <laughs> and my wife would kill him. Yeah. So what do you got for us on the spur of the moment? On this spur of the moment edition of Toy Time with Joe, did you see that Lego is releasing the uh, DeLorean? I did see that. They're re-releasing it like a new version? No, they're re- they're releasing like a the higher end version yeah. of it. <gasps> it's more detailed. <sighs> like um, an adult version. Yes. Yes. Oh my and gosh. The the um, Batmobile. The, the amazing thing, think better than Batmobile because you can build all three versions of what? of the DeLorean. What? So you can build it the original, the one from the two. like souped up one from two. Stop and it! The, and the old timey western from three. Wait, wait, wait! Can you only like? Can you, you can, only you, be one at a time? Yes. Ah, uh, but it's not fucking transformer. Come man. on, come on! Don't get mad at me. But what do you do? You think they're going to? How many people? There's there's a decent amount of people, myself included, who are very very contemplate very much contemplating buying all three, buying three. Yeah, just so you can have all three displayed. What's at your once. favorite of the DeLoreans? Two. I, yeah, I I like the OG, the oh, of course, but two, but two is two. Oh, I like the yeah. third one. I like you with, the, with the old school wheels on there. Yeah. Like the yeah, that was awesome. Two, oh. I mean the flying car. Yeah, how many pieces is it? Let me see. Only eighteen hundred pieces. Only. Yeah, I think it was like a hundred and seventy dollars or something. But it's as of right now, I think it's sold out. It said temporarily sold out. I it was would one buy of those. That. It was one of those things that got. Um, the, the news got passed around yesterday on April 1st. Oh. So I was like, okay. But but I had seen it like a week before. So I'd, I'd seen things come out about it yeah. before April Fool's Day. Gosh, so I was like, I okay, that, I think there's a little bit more legitimacy here. So. I'm, I might buy this. I might oh. buy it. Not right now, but like I might buy this. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Oh. So that's my spur of the moment uh, toy time with Joe news. Well, that's it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, pretty great. That was a good toy time. That was totally worth it. That was totally worth it. All right. Well, why don't we take a quick commercial break? We're going to hear this uh, ad from the middle. Yeah, and we'll be right back. Hey, you there? We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey, and we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast. One that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. 
All right. We are. You can find them on the Odd Pods Media Network. Odd Pods Media Network. Uh, our they, friends. Our are still friends. Friend, are still friends at we, From the Middle. We love the Odd Pods Media Network. From the Middle. Uh, anyways, we got two episodes to review today. We got Waltz and Who Mourns for Mourn. Starting with Waltz. The last this, Waltz. This is a Gull Ducat episode. Ducat is going for a hearing for his war crimes on the USS Honshu. The ship crashes. Blows up. Destroyed. Doesn't crash. Blows up. Destroyed. Okay. Uh, and uh, Ducat rescues Cisco, and it's like, oh my gosh, Ducat is a changed man. Wow. Wow. This is incredible. Wait. Be careful. Ducat be crazy. <laughs> Ducat is now seeing Wayun in his head. He's seeing Kira. He's seeing Damar. He's seeing all these people in his head, but he's hiding it from Cisco. And basically, he's just wanting to get Cisco to admit that like he's a good man, basically, is what Ducat is he going after. Um, and Cisco realizes by the end that something ain't right with Ducat, so he starts poking at him. He starts pandering to him and poking at him. Finally, he gets Ducat to go off on a rant how he wants to kill all Bajorans everywhere, and he basically wants to kill everyone, and he fully embraces the evil by the end of this episode. Dare uh, we say the dark side? Oh, and Ooh. then uh, then Cisco's picked up, and then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and, uh, and they rescue Cisco. But, you know, I summed this up very quickly, but I think this was an incredible episode. I, I do, say, too. I wouldn't say very. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> it was under 30 seconds. It was not under 30 seconds. Yes, it was. It was not under 30 seconds. Oh, my seconds. gosh. Okay. I'm going to have a timer up for the next one I review. Actually, let's start getting a stopwatch. I don't think you really understand how quick 30 seconds is, <sighs> even though uh, his, his wife does. Yeah. I was going to say, even though I'm sure. Okay, so. <sighs> I realized what I was saying, like, in the middle of saying I got it. it. And I'm like, okay, this is. I, I was setting you up. I'll, I'll finish you off. Yeah, the, please do. Please do. Oh, my gosh, you perverts. Um, so my wife is always. On camera? My wife has commented. She's commented on your not, 30 seconds? Stop, stop, stop. Let me just finish my thought. You want to finish? We're going stop. High. 30 seconds. You, you're perverts. Okay. We're going high, bro. Okay, okay. All right. When I am preaching, I've told my wife that I like to say 15 minutes on the dot for preaching because it's like uh, like a classroom. You're supposed to shift every 15 minutes because the brain can only handle so much of a conversation before you should shift. I've and lost it already. And you're not Catholic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, she tells me that I always go much longer than like she's like, you're a 25 minute preacher and you're sitting here telling me like 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. I'm always going 25. Don't you have a clock so. in the church? I do, but like no, I Jesus look at it. Jesus doesn't care what time it is. It could, it could be like the NFL. You're you're at, you're at the 20 yard line. You're looking up the clock to make sure you have enough. I do. Yeah. I look at the clock and then I'm like, but I gotta say and this then point. Get, then you get in your own head. You're like, okay, shit. Now I only have eight minutes left. And then yeah, you, you look do. up. You're like, I got five minutes of material left. I only have two minutes. You do get in your head, and it freaks you out sometimes. So sometimes you avoid the clock for that reason alone, and you're just like, no, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. When I was Bottom younger, line, they, took the, they took the clock out of my dad's sanctuary, so people <laughs> stopped paying attention to it. Yeah. Hey, let's. Our clock on. is on the back wall, so no one can see it. Only I can see it. 
So they could turn around. Well, I mean, they could turn around, but they just they don't. Um, you see, you see, you see, like one person in the crowd, like every three seconds, is turning around. <laughs> what time is it? Let's go, Pastor Nick. Let's go. Yeah, let's move on. Fifteen minutes, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> so Cisco and Ducat. Uh, so right away, like it's pretty fascinating because right away Cisco is almost ready to like he he feels sympathy for Ducat. Yeah. Like when he's visiting him in that jail cell. Yeah. And Ducat seems like a changed man at first. Don't get fooled. Some of us have gotten fooled by this. Oh, before. my. He really does. Not me. Well, and then, and then he starts to snap. He snaps at Cisco at one point. And Cisco's like, dude, I'm just here because I'm. Yeah. You know, and you know what it I started with? It's funny because it started with the cooking. Back. Where he's like, uh, too much. And that's what's. That was the initial sign of Ducat going. Oh, you know, some of us, and that's the first time yeah. he, he gets offended, I guess you could say, and you start that little creek coming. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, like this is a guy who's dealing with multiple voices in his head. Who Me are too, prob- bro. Who are probably in that cell with him in that moment, right? Yeah. Like, talking to him and... Do we, do we really... Do we really believe that he that this is that, that he snapped? No, that this the death of his daughter has affected him this much. No, I don't believe that. Well, it could be that on well, top of other things. I of, think you it's know, losing the loss of, it's, it's the catalyst of it all. So yeah, he started to lose it because on the on the ops when they were taking back the station, he started to lose it up there, and then he went to go see to see Zial. Yeah. She gets killed, and then he just snaps right then. So I, well, this is a guy who's. Tr- uh, and and he, he tells the story about Cardassia where he's trying to, or uh, Bajor, where he's trying to have control and he's trying to make things work the way he wants to. And every time he tightens his grasp a little bit more, things continue to slip through more and more. So I think that's part of what happens here. Like, he's got Tarek Nor, and then he he's losing Tarek Nor, so it's slipping through his fingers, and then his daughter, and then... Then he's abandoned by the Dominion. He's abandoned by his own people. They leave him there. Like, he's left alone. I think that would cause someone to snap. Yeah, I agree. Um, doesn't mean he's a good person, of course. Like, or never was. It doesn't mean I feel sympathy no, I don't for think him. He, I really don't think he ever was. He was delusional. Yeah. What, but what, I think, but I what, think got, w- what, gets, what gets a person to that point? What because did, he's you know we've we we've talked multiple times on the show about you know nobody is beyond redemption redemption and I think but he is approaching like he's approaching that far end of like it's if if redemption is a possibility it's going to take a long long time yeah he left the shades of gray that that's all done by this episode by the end of the, yeah because yeah. at first you're like man this guy really truly believes he did good. So was he just lying to himself the whole time? Yeah. But how does is it, that the whole point of how this? How does it get to this point? Is my is my question. How does how does someone get to this point of delusion and to, to the point where it? it have like, you have you been around American politics? I yeah I, yeah I I mean, but I how mean, does it get to that point? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I mean, there's a little yeah. bit of that, and there's. You know, so there, it's it's nurture, it's naturing. It's he's thought this the entire time. He thought killing two hundred Bajorans for two hundred Cardassians was the just move. I, it's always been there, but he's been lying to himself in his head. Yeah, but but like, has it always? When you say it's always been there, since when? Since birth, or well, yeah, because that's part of their society. So, you, so you're saying he was born that way. He was born. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Nature no. and nurture. He was nurtured into that environment because. 
he right, makes the so, argument. He says, by the time I became the prefect of Bajor, 40 years. It yeah. had already been occupied for 40 years. I yeah. can't change that system overnight. So his parents' generation and even the generation before it have all grown up with Bajoran occupation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they know. So you're three generations into this. Think about what what's what's happened in the United States since September 11th, how people have kind of been brainwashed into this mentality of thinking a certain way towards Middle Eastern folk, yeah. right? Uh, it's the same idea. It's just been 20 years, and, and like, how lost our thought process is on and there are people, people who, who can who can change but obviously this, that's not Dukat. no at, at this point it's he's almost i mean he i think he is too far gone well he was for, lying to himself for so long but through yeah. the conversation with cisco that's when he realized i've been lying to myself uh, i want them all dead see i look at this differently because he's finally admitted to himself that he was lying all along i think he's closer to redemption than he is at the beginning of this episode it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's even wow. remotely there. No, but like I want if you're to kill them all, and he's closer to redemption. Yeah, I think I, I think I think the first yes, step to healing to, is, is admittance. Yeah, right? it, that that brutal honesty and saying the things out loud that he's kept inside is is really the first step to healing. It's, sure, it's like the equivalent not in this instance. No, I, I don't. It's no, like the I don't equivalent think, of saying I'm not uh, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic, and then yeah. you finally go. Oh, I am an but alcoholic. Then you scream like I'm an alcoholic. I love drinking. I need to do it. And you have this cathartic this, moment. Yeah, and it's not saying that in that moment you decide to change, right? But that that is when you look back at when you look when someone changes and you're at sort of the end and they're a changed person and they're like, man, I can't believe the type of person I was before. When you look back on that timeline, that moment, that outburst that Ducat had would be where uh, it splits off. That's that's the moment things change, right? Now, so now he, it could change for good, or he could just, which it seems like he did, was incra- embrace the crazy, and even lean harder into the, uh, that type of thought process. But that moment, you need that moment if you're if you're going to make any sort of significant change or healing. So, and here's a, here's another part of it. Did those personalities develop because he was constantly lying to himself, and it was his own psyche trying to say stop. Like it's his subconscious being like, "Okay, bro, admit it. Admit why you're doing these things. Admit it. Like admit it to yourself. You're driving yourself crazy by trying to justify your actions. Stop justifying your actions. Just admit that they're all dogs, and you want to kill them." Is this like a Fight Club thing where he just? He does, he never sleeps, so he develops these the, the multiple personalities. Multiple personalities, and he's Tyler's ang- angry liver. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't. But I, I I did enjoy this episode, though. I thought it was a, an excellent character study and on where Ducat has come from and where he's where his character is currently. He truly believed that him and Cisco were friends. Like yeah. he tr- like that, that's, two good old friends. That's part of it. That's, like that's the dementia. That's part. Like the, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it it really the the it's the sickness yeah it's because he he did believe every pretty much everything he was saying like he believed it as much as anybody could could believe anything else. Do you think at the end he still believed it that him and Cisco were friends, or do you think that's part of like when he snapped? Might have been, he just doesn't care at that point. Um, I don't know because he intentionally leaves him on. He doesn't kill him. 
Yeah. He leaves him on the planet. He yeah. lets him live. I think he le- lets him live because his intention is to destroy Bajor and he wants him to see I, it. I think he genuinely... Ah, yeah, okay. I, I do think he genuinely respects Cisco. Well, I think he does too, but now it's... But I think he... Th- he's something different now. I think he, well, he definitely thinks there's a mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cisco just won't say it. I think I think there I think there is a part of Cisco that does respect Dukat in a way. There's there's I think there's a sig- more a more significant part of him that um, despises him and 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 what he stands for and his actions. But I think there is a non-zero percentage of Cisco that has I don't maybe admiration is a bit too strong, but yeah. a a form of respect for for his lead maybe it's his leadership. Or decision making, or, or or ability to maybe live in the black and white when, because Cisco lives in the gray, right? So yep, he right. exists in the gray. Yeah, he exists here. Yeah, here is the gray. To go back to the Cisco point, where why he why he communicated with the Defiant to let them know where they were. Remember a few episodes ago, where Ray Yun was talking about eradicating everybody on Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Takat says no. You want to leave some people around so that they know you are the victors, yeah. and it creates more fear. Here you go. It kind of goes into the Cisco thing. He wants him to know that he won. Yeah, I think pride gets in the way because it would make more sense for him to kill him in this moment. Oh, absolutely, absolutely kill him. I do like how the the shuttle was fully intact, which makes you question too. The part did that one officer who helped them escape. What did he actually die of his wounds or did Ducat kill him? Remember he said like yeah. what happened to this yeah. lieutenant, whatever. I think Ducat obviously killed him. Possibly. I think he obviously when, killed him. When's the last time we saw Ducat kill anybody? Uh actually kill somebody? Yeah. Gosh. A while. I can't even remember. Because that's the part of yeah. Ducat. Yeah. He's kept so, his hands clean. So, so do we think do we he hasn't really shown that he's like he's, he's like fly off the handle violent, right? He he's, he's controlled psychotic, right? So do you think? Do you, I don't think he, he killed lives the, vicariously. I, I don't know that he actually killed him. I don't think he could have. I think at that point he was seeing the people. I think so. Absolutely, he mm-hmm. was. He's already had his break. I think maybe okay. prior well, to that, you're probably right. Yeah, maybe. I, I just last time we saw him kill people was when he blew up the Cleon ship, but that was yeah, war. So. Yeah. It still counts. Yeah, that counts. I mean, but it's not. I don't. I wouldn't call that murder. It was an act of war. I don't know what act. There, was what, a, what, act a, what act of war was it? I can't remember. Uh, murder. I, I can't. Well, I mean, <laughs> I still think it was. But like in the in how in this episode, Nick justifies would, murder. No, I'm thinking about how the Cardassians would justify it. That was not murder in their mind. That was oh, an mur- act of war. True murder doesn't really exist on on Cardassia. That's everything is justified. That's true. It really does. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> They're true. just like nobody's like, oh, I just murdered him for no reason. Yeah. Oh, they they have reasons. Yeah. Um, B story on here is basically uh, uh, Kira orders them back to the station to let Cisco die. <laughs> yeah. So, which is uncharacteristic for Kira in a and lot of ways. Everyone listens except for Bashir, who's nope. dismissed. O'Brien was but like, sta- I, I can't hear it. But he, yeah. st- but yeah, he, he stayed. Yeah, he follows the orders. But yeah, he's he's a military man. Yeah, he's a, he's a uniform man. Yeah, yeah. And you gonna challenge Worf? Yeah, I, I, I mean Worf, Worf's a pussy. Worf took on all yeah, of Shemadar. He, really, he stood up to a a, 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 a Jemadar. Yeah, like nineteen of them. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he's already fought them and he already knew that he could beat him up. 
Ooh. Worf would whoop your ass. I would I would down Worf. Oh in a my second. god! You go down on Worf, uh, but no, Worf is I, not a five year old boy. Okay, <laughs> I think five year old Worf, Worf would is, kick your ass. No, I, I would. Whoop. I think Alexander would oh take god. you. Damn, that's oh mean. Oh my god, that's offensive. That's just mean. He's still a Cleon. He still has the the body build of a Cleon. He, uh, he's not a warrior. I would whoop his ass. Ten times. Oh. Ten times over. Oh, I'm putting money on Alexander. He might cry as he beats you to pulp. (laughs) No, he's going to cry because his daddy issues. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My dad abandoned me. Yeah, but I'm whooping his ass. Call me daddy. Call me Worf. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Worf, bitch. I changed my last name to Worf. Yes. Uh, Your last name is now Hoskig. I could take Worf. I don't know about that. You, could, you, could, you couldn't take Michael Dorn. Michael Dorn no, is a big man. He's a big I man. I don't know if I could take Michael Dorn. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Worf. I know. I'd rather I'd rather fight Worf than Odo. Well, yeah, because Odo can shift and do everything. I'd rather fight Worf than Kira. Oh, <laughs> I would rather fight Worf than Kira. I mean, I'd rather wrestle Kira than Worf, <laughs> but I'd rather Why fight. Why is that? Because uh, Worf doesn't look like a good wrestler. Attend- you know? Attendant Kira? Anyway, any Kira. Okay. Would you rather wrestle... Lieutenant Kira or Jason Momoa? Oh, Kira. Yeah. She's higher on the list. Fair enough. Yeah. Momoa moves down to five. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Momoa is not. I'm, I've, I've turned on Momoa. I'm done with it. Well, yeah, after you called him dirty last I week. Know. <laughs> Who mourns for mourn? No, we're not done with this one, are we? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really have. A, I think there's more to talk. There's, yeah, there's, there's, there was so much tension in here, and they did an, a nice job of getting it to the point where Basically, Dukat beats the crap out of, and it's implied. It's it was a nice piece of film. Oh, where they cut away from? Where they that, cut yeah. away from when he started obviously beating the crap out of Cisco. Yeah, Joker style with that lead pipe. Oh, yeah. And Cisco still somehow managed to get to the shuttle too. Like, yeah, the test a testament to his willpower, right? And he almost got off the ship or off the planet almost. So would he have left Dukat to die? If he gets off that planet, I think he would have left the planet, but then sent somebody back for him. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he would have left Dukat to die. I don't think he would have taken him with him. But like Rob said, I think I don't think he ultimately ultimately just leaves him there forever <sighs> ooh, to die. Ooh, another question: Is Cisco more sympathetic to Dukat after he realizes this guy has completely lost it? Uh, I think sympathetic in a different way. Yeah. I think he's. I think he is more genuinely sympathetic mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. where now he sees the 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 reality of what Cisco lives in. Okay. And before, I think he was. I think he was sympathetic, but it was more in like a pathetic kind of way. Like yeah. Cisco's this, you know, it's it's almost um, weak human. Yeah, he's weak. He's just you know he's in this this fragile state, whereas now he genuinely feels like he genuinely feels sorry for the state of existence that um Ducat is in. Okay. Or that he lives with. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. It could uh. make sense, it could not make sense. So you're on the defiant, you're wharf. Do you leave or do you say stay? So I'm a big baby and I would get beat up by Joe. Hmm. <laughs> no, do you do you leave to help con- protect that convoy? Mm-hmm. Or do you stay to look for Cisco? What order do you give? Can you send? Can you can you split off? No. No, because they need their ship. Because apparently the Federation only has one ship. 
Yeah, well, times are tough. The, the, in this economy, well, they had two ships have you until seen the ga- one got blown up. Have well, you seen they gas were saying, prices? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. They were saying how they were um, protecting the border because of all the raids on the border. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, do you stay or do you go? Do you stay? Uh, do you go? Now? I was hoping one of you guys would pick that up. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you go because Cisco I go. would go. I, I would go. And. The, it, I would needs cu- the mini. I oh, would cut had- it as close as possible. Who has less resources to? Ah, they do. Yeah, because they're one ship. The Federation can figure out a way to help out if they needed to. No, uh, yeah. What I'm saying is, like, Cisco has like no resources. Oh yeah, he has it's nothing. And you don't even know if Cisco's alive either. They're just they hoping. don't. They're just hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, what I, a good fake out when they beam the two people. I up. know that was well done. That was really well yeah, done. Like, and oh, I'm disappointed. Damn. They're like, they were, oh, damn it. I know, like, these poor women, like, get beamed up, and they're all looking, and I'm like, <sighs> we got two, the lieutenant. Right, it's two women. We got a <laughs> lieutenant and an ensign. Yep. Gosh. Jeez. Bastards. I know. Mm. Now, you beam me up, two women. I'm like, we're good here. Everything's fine. Yeah, we totally got Cisco. Yeah, we got him. Come on over here. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to move on now? Who mourns for Morn? Morn is dead. Uh, but uh, don't. Gosh. <laughs> Morn is dead, but Quark inherits all of his money. Um, Quark uh, is confronted by two brothers who uh, claim to be business associates. Later on, another associate pops up and they all want the money of Morn's. Turns out Morn robbed a bank with all these people years ago and uh, Morn uh, betrayed them and took all the money. Um, they end up all getting arrested except for Quark and Morn. Morn shows up, actually, still alive, gets some of the Latinum to Quark. Episode ends. Oh, right there. He was right there. No, it's more than... There's like 30, 35, 37 No, because I stopped in He's, the middle panicking. Yeah, I hey, panicked. It all counts. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I feel like I did a disservice to summing up this episode because I was trying to get it done in 30 seconds. I was just looking at the time. I was... No, shut your face. I thought you I thought you did justice to this episode. I, I thought you did. You did all right. You okay. got the gist of it. Okay. Well, so it wasn't thirty seconds, but you. you it was it. close enough. So Quark, uh, Quark uh, does he really feel that bad for Morn when he has someone sit in the chair? No, no. Well, because well, he lost a customer. Maybe maybe there's a, a certain smidgen of that, but it's more he wants his five percent back. Yeah. But, like, why would he make such a big deal during that funeral and be like, demand someone sit in that chair? Because they would have to drink if they to sit in that chair? To play to the audience. Okay. Yeah. It's right. manipulating. I was, I was trying to figure that. I couldn't read it that well. It's Morn all deception a, and manipulation. Yeah. I want to believe that there's good in, in Well, he talked shit before he said it. So he was like, uh, just you wait, Odo. And then he went into his whole oh, there, speech. There is good in Quark. Oh, yeah. But I, I just think that. He's weighing, yeah, how he can uh, yeah. use it to yeah. his advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. he's Every situation he evaluates as, uh, how can I make this situation profitable? Right. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he doesn't, you know, feel uh, sadness that Morn is gone, but he's always scheming. Yeah, he's, he's got a... There's always, there's always an angle. And what better way for a Ferengi to deal with their, with their sorrow than to try to turn into a profit? That's a good exactly. point. And inherit a uh, whole a cargo hold full of beets. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine that? Like you, you like you. It get, should have said like D Shroot on the on the. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It came from Shroot Farms. Shroot Farms. Too far in advance for that. 
the the, they, the tie the uh, ultimate when they tie-in. remaster it they should put that on there oh, the ultimate tie-in <laughs> the troop farms beats but that was uh that was in a tub of mud as well he got a tub of mud yeah. that's pretty yeah, cool got a naked lady in the tub of mud what the heck is she doing in that tub she's like hiding in that tub of mud well she's probably she, chilling out in there then the door opened she's and exfoli- she heard Odo. she's exfoliating but you don't yeah, but like she said, skincare. She skincare. She said she hid, right? Yeah. She was already completely declothed. She was not. So she's just walking around the apartment naked. Are you looking, going to mud? Hey, she's probably chilling in the mud. Then went under the mud when they walked in. I've I've had I've had the house to myself all week. Do you know how many times I've walked around completely naked? Actually, I have a harder or easier question. I, I actually, all the, to, I all actually the time. do all the time. <laughs> how many times did you wear clothes? Not very often. Yeah. Completely, I can't walk around. Really, no? underwear. Now, but. now I did have slippers on because I, I have I have cold feet. Oh, really? But nothing else. Well, no. you wearing a you sock? No, I have slippers. Okay. No, 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 <laughs> no. Anyways, you don't you don't walk around the house. You you no. never walk around the house naked. No. if it's just you. No. Really? You don't you don't open all your doors and just walk around naked. Like my, I walk open around the blinds, my, windows, walk doors. around in my underwear, but like, oh no, I. No, because uh, free ball it. That's not yeah, comfortable he's free. to me. Really, that's uncomfortable to me. I don't like free it. balling. It's, wow, it's it's. it's are you? In, do you have you ever cold. slept naked? Are you a naked sleeper? No. See, I'm a naked sleeper. I, I know these are visuals I don't need in my life. <laughs> don't you? No. So are you spending the night tonight? I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, my sleep, yeah. I got my sleeping bag and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeps anyway, too, sleeps too uncomfortably. So this woman is waiting for Quark. I could fit in there with you. And Quark reads right between the lines. She knows she's trying to work him. Oh yeah, he don't care though. No, no, he didn't. No, he he's got, in. He was getting that umox, man. He knows. Yeah, he knows that. It's but more gonna, importantly, he's got latinamize. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't. What's the difference between a thousand and nine hundred? I'll take nine hundred latin bars. Yeah, bricks, 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 bricks. bricks. Yeah, the exactly. first time we've we've heard bricks, isn't I th- it? I thought so. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, whoa, bricks. These aren't up till now. It's just bars. Yeah. And so bricks and are slips. a lot. Yeah. And slips. Mm-hmm. And slips. And yeah. strips. And strips. And quips. No. Wrong. And tips. Oh my. Oh my. Just, the, uh, just the tips of Latinum. Just just the tips. So anyways. <laughs> How about Jadzia's crush on Morn, but he uh, wasn't interested. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, and and Worf being so what? upset he about was, it, he wasn't interested. He's like the uh, he's like the Newman, yeah, like the Newman of DS9. Oh, pulling the yeah, the, where he just he gets these gorgeous women and and the episode where Jerry dates Newman's ex and and, and he can't get past yeah, it. And yeah. Newman broke. Well, he couldn't get past that. Newman, Newman broke, broke up, with, up her. with her. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, anyways, uh, these other associates show up. Uh, Did Worf and Jadzia break up now? Because it's, because because, she, because Morn didn't want, had any didn't have any interest. If I can't have Morn, I can't have anybody. Yeah. So uh, who loves the fact that it was actually a bank robbery that Morn was involved in? I know. I loved it. I loved it. That he's a dirt bag. And Morn is a dirt bag. And that he, doesn't mean hey, he's a hey, dirt hey, bag. Hey, hey, he hey. robbed the bank and then ran off with the money, leaving out his business partners. That's not a okay. dirt bag move. That's probably pretty smart. That's yeah. a dirt bag move. No. Smart dirt bag. Smart dirt bag. All right, I'll keep this in mind now. But Whenever we decide to like split something, but I'll be planning for you guys to rip me off. Yeah, naturally. Oh, that's yeah. a good point, actually. But to me, dirtbag implies um, part of it. Part of his personality is slimy, which it is. No, no. He's a, the guy's a drunk. Oh, so <laughs> you can't drink alcohol and not be a decent person? 
He's oh. a drunk. He lives at the bar. Yeah. Have you, have so, you did, ever no, seen so did Norm. Have you ever he seen He was him? a dirtbag. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was a U.S. postal employee, so <laughs> what you will yeah. shut your mouth. He would abandon mail any chance he got to <laughs> that was drink. a great routine, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Warren is not a good man. How dare you, sir? Momoa Morn is not a good man. Come on, what are you dude. Morn is wow. not a good man. What what makes Morn a good person? He outsmarted four other people. Yeah, that doesn't make you good. And then sure, t- it makes you good took at outsmarting them. At the end of it, uh, Ducat is Ducat good? Good at outsmarting people. <laughs> <laughs> There's one instance of something Morn did years and years ago, past the statute of limitations. <laughs> And he can't grow from that? So you're saying he's not redeemable is that's what you're saying. Oh, As wow. a man of no, God, you're saying he's no, not redeemable. Oh, no. Because Morin intentionally set this up to get rid of these business partners, which still implies that he's still a dirtbag. It happened nine years ago, but he wants the money all to hey, himself. He's, t- he's tying up loose ends. You're Come really on. throwing a guy into a box and not letting him get out of that box, are you? I'm not throwing him into a box. He threw himself into a box. I think we're overlooking, the, I think we're overlooking how absolutely disgusting it is that he kept letting him in his second stomach. Yeah. That was awesome, yeah. actually. That was such a gross and he regurg- scene. he regurgitates oh, yeah. it for... Oh my, I was I was legitimately grossed out at oh, that scene. I it was like, I was that like was, oh my, my God. That was my favorite scene. No one else thought no one likes a spitter? I mean, he's hold, held on to it for a long yeah, time. I love how, I also love how gold bricks are worthless. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is just gold? He's like, oh, some primitive cultures find it valuable. Yeah. Uh, gold dust. Gold work. dust. Worthless gold. The gold itself is worthless. And then Morn walks in, takes a seat. Like nothing happened. Doesn't say anything. We just realized that he faked his own death, and he and then uh, he See, used Quark. He's a smart person. So yeah. Quark uses him. He used Quark. They're best buddies. They're best buddies. And Birds he, of a feather. And he gives yep. him ten uh, percent. You think he? It's like a small, small amount. Yeah, a hundred bricks by Quark's estimate. Yep. And not just that little bit of latinum was a hundred bricks. I know. I was like, what? which is crazy because when you see the other latinum, it's long bars. Unless the whole thing isn't latinum, it's like a metal with latinum in it. It's yeah, gold it's, pressed latinum, so it's oh yeah, yeah. So it's so maybe latinum it's, and it, gold. It's extracted more, and it yeah. maybe has more of a density in there. Yeah, I was just surprised by uh, this. This is very technical, but how dusty those bricks were versus right? how little latinum there was. I'm like, that couldn't. Maybe the latinum is spread out in there and it solidifies it. Maybe. Yeah, but it just didn't seem like enough. That seemed like. To me, that looked like one brick of latinum's worth. Yeah, I, well, I would agree. If that. Yeah, if that. Yeah. For me, it was like compressed. Yeah. Or condensed. I can see that. So, okay. So I've said in the past, I don't really care for comedic episodes of Star Trek. And this was still comedic, but it wasn't over-the-top comedic. I, I think that Ferengi episode, uh, two episodes ago. Magnificent Ferengi? Yeah, was ridiculously over-the-top about what it was trying to do. This one was more subtle, and I enjoyed it more for that reason. Still didn't love this episode. It was still... It was because def- it was fun. Yeah. We've established that yeah. uh, Nick... I like fun. I know pods like us even noticed that. When yeah. They noticed, like, so Nick doesn't like fun. Uh, that's Marv- not even true. I like, like, the little quips by characters. I like little fun moments. I Enjoy don't your Marvel like movies. when it try. That's what that mar- Magnificent Ferengi episode was. It was a Marvel film. That was better than what Marvel's doing now. Yeah, it is true. Better than Morbius. Well, that's, that's Sony. Sony. It's still a Marvel property. No, it's not. It's a Sony property. They just work out with 
uh, they have a deal with Marvel. They're still involved. They're still culpable. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're built at the beginning. Speaking of build, let's uh, let's write the check for what we're going to rate these episodes. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your, your, your accounting material needs work. Yeah. Leave nope. it to the accountant to say that. Waltz. 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 Anybody else think of Lost again with Michael yells out, Walt. Yeah. Like, Waltz. I miss Lost. I miss Lost, too. Never watched it. Oh, my God. I have you ever heard of this a little show called Lost? Lost? Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, Waltz, rating it. Let's make it happen, Captain. Uh, I'm going to give this an 8.0. Whoa, I thought you were going higher than that. I was I was not surprised, but I was ready for a surprise. I mean, it was it was it was very good. Nice tension. I'll give it an eight as well. I did it eight. Yeah, eight, buddy. Eight, 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 eight. This is a nice rebound for me. That's uh, it's been lacking a little bit lately. Yeah, um, I was, and I was kind of hoping they would do something with Ducat. Now that he he was, um, you know, imprisoned and he's just kind of like sitting there. I wanted to see something something happen with that character. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm. Who mourns? For Morn. Not I, because this no, is... No, you, you obviously hate Morn. This yeah. is a five. Oh, go figure. Oh, f- oh, my God. That doesn't mean it's bad. It means it's just average. Yeah. Is this above average, this episode? It was a lot of fun. Okay. Is I it mean, above average? Yes, I'm going to give it a six. No. Yeah, I did. I gave it the same rating I did. Uh, just, Frankie. I don't what was like six? you. Yeah. I don't like either one of you. Because you're wrong. I know. That's why I Bingo don't like Borden you. Bingo wrong. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. I'm jealous. You're jealous? So we, it looks like we're going to have some... Well, next week we're not reviewing episodes. Nope. So next it's week is the Will Wheaton. Strictly Mr. Wheaton. Um, but the week after that, we got uh, a pretty big episode. Far Beyond the Stars is is a really well-known episode of Deep Space Nine. Even I know that. And One uh, Little Ship. One Little Ship. Which, which is gonna Nick's going to hate. Because it's like Weekend at Bernie's. What's what's that oh. movie called? Inner Space, where the, the the guy gets shrunken down and goes in the human body. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert for Joe. It's Dick. called One Little Ship. Doesn't mean anything. One Honey, little ship against a whole fleet. I mean, come on. You know they had a working title called Honey, I Shrunk the Ship. They scrapped it. Yeah, they should have did that. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Nick doesn't like that episode. No, because it's F U N. Let's predict it. Oh, he's gonna give what? it a. Uh, I'm going four. Uh, 5.5. Okay, hold on. Wow, and this gives me two weeks to forget all about this. I know. <laughs> so I'm going to come in. Oh, come on. Even if it was next week, you'd forget all about it. I would, it. actually. Kind of like uh, you did that. If, the we were, if we recorded back-to-back episodes, you'd, I would still, forget. <laughs> you'd still forget. I, I would, actually. I'm very... For- I, like, my okay, short-term memory I give this stinks. a five. I have the worst short-term memory. Um. Yeah, so next week is our Will Wheaton interview, which is weird. That means we're not recording next week. Wow, we could still get together and record. We could do Patreon. Yeah, we, we could. We, do... could do, we could like not even hit record. We could just come here, sit down, and, and, sit down and hey, can we still wear the headphones though? <laughs> <laughs> the noise canceling is yeah. turned on, and their mics are turned off. We're just talking to each other. Anyway, you can find us on Instagram at keeping underscore up underscore Cardassians. Twitter at Cardassians Pod. 
Did you guys mention Patreon? No, you can find us at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Keeping Up With The Cardassians. $2, $5, $10. Um, Join. Join. Have fun. Get extra stuff. Learn more about us, about the show. Here are some things you don't want to know. And some things you definitely do want to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, this is Nick. This is Rob. And this is Joe. And uh, we'll catch you far beyond the stars. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.